0: Hello, fellow Capitals. Hope you're well. So breaking news, Russia and Saudi Arabia come out and announce more production cuts. So what happened to the price of oil? You would expect that it would skyrocket higher. Well, we're going to get right into an article from CNBC and check out exactly what happened and connect some dots. Before we do, want to encourage you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. That's the investment website that I have with Chris McIntosh, Lynn Alden. Cannot have a better edge for your investment portfolio moving into some tumultuous times in 2023 and 2024. Cannot have a better edge than Rebel Capitalist Pro, that's for sure. So check it out at georgegammon.com forward slash pro no better way to not only survive but thrive whatever storm we have coming that's being indicated by several things including the price of oils let's get into it right now and check it out headline oil rallies on saudi russian supply cuts for august i want to point out that this was written last night 9 p.m it was updated but they didn't Update it fully. <laughs> I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about in a mo- in a moment. Oil prices rose on Monday after top exporters Saudi Arabia and Russia announced supply cuts for August. So now we've had four. Remember, we've had one maybe three months ago. We had another one maybe a month ago. It was just Saudi Arabia saying they were going to cut in July. Now we've got a third: Saudi Arabia and Russia. Coming And by the way, let's not forget that Russia is in a hot war right now, and they need to fund that war through selling oil, but yet they are announcing supply cuts. Cuts. What does that tell you about the demand? So it's not that just Saudi Arabia, OPEC, is announcing. It. It's Russia, the entity that needs those dollars coming in a lot more than Saudi Arabia does. <laughs> Again, why? Because they're in in a hot war, for heaven's sakes. So let's read what happens. Prompting prices to bounce off early losses spurred by worries about slowing global economy. Saudi Arabia on Monday said it would extend its voluntary cuts of 1 million barrels per day for another month to include August. Okay, so this is the same cut, but they are extending it out another month. So futures were up. See, WTI... Up to 71.03. That was as of this morning. We're going to get a real-time update here in just a moment. Early on Monday, prices were lower after business surveys showed global factory activity slumped in June. as sluggish demand in China and in Europe clouded the outlook for exporters. By the way, if you guys haven't followed what Snyder's been talking about, and a lot of people not to Snyder, but uh, I just listen to his podcast every morning when I'm in the gym. But a lot of people have been talking about China. You know, it was supposed to have this massive boom because they are opening up after the cerveza sickness insanity, and it's just pretty much dropped off a cliff. It was an absolute nothing burger. And you know, I was I heard a uh, talking head the other day with an a view that made a lot of sense to me. I said, "Listen, China had these insane lockdowns, and they did no stemi checks, none." So just think what would have happened in the United States if we, would, uh, if we would have done zero stimmy checks, zero, nada, no PPP, no here's your free money, no, you don't have to pay your mortgage, you don't have to pay rent, <laughs> you don't have to pay your student loan, nada. And what if our lockdowns lasted an additional year? So we just opened up at the beginning of 2023, let's say, what do you think would happen to our economy? It would have absolutely crashed it would have completely collapsed. And that's pretty much what you have in China. So this person said that you know they're kind of baffled by this idea that China would just boom. Sure, they have a lot of savings, but those people aren't going to go out and just spend those savings if it's ingrained into their culture, which it is. They're just not going to spend at all. And they're going to try to build back up that savings that they had to burn through to a certain degree in order to survive the insanity of those government lockdowns. Getting back to this article Quote from John Kilduff, partner at Again Capital, oil is facing serious economic headwinds and the market is trying to make sense of what additional crude cuts mean in that context. I'll tell you what they mean is Russia and Saudi Arabia are looking at global demand and they're saying, holy crap, we are headed straight towards a recession, if not a global depression, and we're going to get ahead of this. And if one production cut isn't enough, we're going to do two. And if that's not enough, we're going to do three and we're going to keep making these production cuts to keep pace with the demand falling off a cliff. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Russia said it would reduce exports by 500,000. And again, that is saying a lot. You know, you have to think of the psychology there. It's just like Jerome Powell Uh, the market predicting that he's going to lower rates that that's a big big statement because they're not just saying that ben bernanke or janet yellen or something like that was going to lower rates now they're talking about someone that wants to be remembered as paul volcker not arthur burns that's a big difference and when we're talking about saudi arabia cutting okay fine but when russia also is actually coming out That's a big difference. So the cuts amount to 1.5% of global supply. Now you might say, George, that's no big deal. No, wrong. The price is set at the margin. It's just like housing. So we may have 50 million homes in the United States, but the price for all 50 million homes or 150 million homes or whatever we have is going to be set by the 10,000 or whatever that sold this month. That's what we have to understand. The demand is very inelastic. Or oil. So if you have production of cuts go, uh, or if you have production come offline of even 1.5%, that's going to be a big, big deal to the price. Unless the market sees this and is like, wait a minute here, why are they cutting the production? Ah, okay, because they see something really, really bad coming. So maybe that's not bullish. And we'll see the price action here in just a moment. Investors are turning upbeat as second half of the year kicks off. They expect tighter oil balance and buoyant equities also suggest that recession will be avoided, albeit probably narrowly. Uh, Okay, they should have interviewed Thomas this afternoon and not this morning. (laughs) Fears of further economic slowdown. Denting fuel demand grew Friday. U.S. inflation continue to outpace the central bank's 2% target. Right, but it's not going to fall off a cliff. And by the way, we talked about these base effects, I believe. Uh, no, I talked about it last night, in fact, with the Rebel Capitalist Pro members. So uh, base effects there, we've got a 0.9 falling off. And so if this month we have a 0.2 or 0.1 like we had last month. You've got CPI going from 4% straight down to low threes. So that's what I expect when we have the new number come out July 12th. So higher interest rate, strengthening dollar, oil demand more expensive. Yes, and that could lead to an economic or that could be a contributor to a global economic recession. So now let's check out the oil price because it talks about how it spiked and all these things. And they're talking about to Thomas and he goes, oh, yeah, well, it makes sense because we can see that the economy is really starting to heat up and we will probably most likely avoid a recession. All right, Thomas. Well, remember. That this morning, we started off with that big boost in price, almost up to $72. And here we are, as of 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, wah, 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 69.87, <laughs> all, the, all the way back to I think it's lower than it closed Friday. Let's take a look here. So, Josh, what was Friday? Friday was the t- 30th. So let's see, today is the third. Oh, wait a minute here. Here we go. Here we go. So yeah, Friday would have been the 30th. So we closed the 30th right around 69.75. And then we have all of this kind of weekend trading. I don't know if that's, I don't think the market's open, but then I think the market opens up Sunday night. So then OPEC makes these announcements to try to get to shorts. And boom, you see the price just go Parabolic right here, like they're talking about on CNBC, all the way up to 71.49. And then what has happened? Has the price just gone straight up like you would expect with all these production cuts? Wow, it's a lot of supply coming offline. The exact opposite. It's gone down now to basically exactly where it was at the close Friday. And my guess would be if we look at this tomorrow, we're going to see an oil price that's even lower than it was Friday, because that's what's been happening. Every single time they come out and make one of these cuts, the market just goes right up and then it comes down, but then it goes down lower than where it was before because the market realizes that Russia and Saudi Arabia probably have some insider information when it comes to oil demand. And if they're doing this, that is not a bullish sign for oil. That is a bearish sign because it means that the global economy is grinding to a halt. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you on the next video.